Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Deezer, wherever you get podcasts on your smartphone device. Please do download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We are brought to you by our good friends at Bet Online. Hey, you know how it goes, folks. Football season now over, but still plenty to bet on in the sports world from basketball and hockey to boxing and UFC. Hey, do it at Bet Online, your number one online wagering destination. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B L E A V, B L E A V to get started. Bet Online, where the game starts. We're also brought to you in part by the Vince Aguera Consulting Group, Rosie's Corner, Brutonace Hardware, and our great friends at Welch and Company Jewelers. Hey, it's a great time right now to go out and get that special someone, uh, a bracelet, a necklace, a watch. Uh, engagement rings and wedding rings are all available at welchjewelers.com. That's welchjewelers.com. Welch & Company Jewelers is the official jewelry store of the ML Sports Platter. Uh, as many of you know, I have um, been doing these appreciation podcasts for uh, you know legendary athletes, legendary coaches, um, around the sports world, uh, did one for, for Tom Brady. Um, you know, I, I did one for Dan Reeves who had passed, um, you know, uh, one for coach K and I, I'm going to do one for Sidney Crosby. Now I'm here to tell you that I am recording this leading up to what will be his 500th goal. I don't, he, he's on, as I record this, he's on 499. Uh, with a game against the Ottawa Senators this evening. Um, and it's Thursday, February 10th as I record this. So I'm assuming Crosby will get that 500th goal uh, by the time uh, next week rolls around. Um, and so, uh, you know, look, even even without him getting the 500th until, you know, another week or so, uh, two weeks, it, it just does not matter. Um I'll tell you what, man, um, this guy has been just a hallmark champion. He's been an unbelievable ambassador for the game. He's a classy dude. He's an unbelievable leader. And he's been doing it in this league since 2005, 2006 season, when he was the number one overall pick for the Pittsburgh Penguins. This guy has really, at this point, he, he, he's done it all, and he's he has exceeded expectations. He's 34 years old, and when you think about the amount of seasons this guy has played, um, you know, coming into the league at 18 years old, um, you know, the pressure immediately, oh, he's got to be the next Lemieux. He's got to be the next Gretzky for us and all the rest. And, uh, you know, you can see right away he scored 102 points and finished runner-up for the Calder Memorial in his rookie season. 
you know, 18 years, 253 days, youngest player to date to reach 100 points in an NHL season. And then by the second season, forget about it. 120 points, captured the Art Ross Trophy, youngest player and the only teenager to win a scoring title in any major North American sports league. Then he won the Hart, actually that same season, won the Hart Memorial Trophy. Um, Lester B. Pearson for most outstanding as judged by his peers. We know that the Hart is the MVP. Um, And then he was basically named Pittsburgh's captain uh, in 07, 08. I mean, you think about that, you know, being uh, as young as he was just a couple of years that we would have been, what, 20 at that point. Um, So he gets team captaincy. Leads them to the Stanley Cup Finals. They lost to Detroit. Then the Penguins get back against Detroit the following year and won in seven games. Those were epic series. And Crosby became the youngest captain in NHL history to win the Stanley Cup. That just starts it, right? Mark Messi, Leadership Award, scored 51 goals in 2009-10. Uh, Maurice Richard Trophy winner, right? Um, so he gets both of those. The concussion thing started to kind of, you know, get into his into his career around that time um but in 2014 he comes back wins another Hart Memorial wins another Art Ross Trophy wins a Ted Lindsay Award his third one and um you know and then he leads he leads Pittsburgh to championships in 2016 and 17 it's it's just amazing what he's done uh third player in the Conn Smythe uh third excuse me the third player to win the Conn Smythe Trophy in consecutive years, uh, that's the playoff MVP, and he won his second Richard Trophy and was named one of the 100 greatest NHL players in history. I'm here to tell you that he's probably, um, it, for my lifetime, it, it'd be hard for me to keep him out of the top 10. Um, I know that some people get kind of like in the prisoner of the moment thing with forgetting everybody else. Um, you know, it's funny because when I hear people talk about like Philip Rivers and they pay attention to the modern football game and they're like, Oh, he's, he's a top 10 quarterback of all time. He's a first ballot hall of famer. And I'm thinking, no, no. And people get super offended. And I try to point out, do you know how many elite quarterbacks we've had in the history of football, you know, from Bart Starr and Johnny Unitas and Otto Graham all the way up through, you know, Terry Bradshaw, Staubach, Montana, Elway, Marino, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Brady, Peyton Manning, Troy Aikman, Steve Young. I mean, it's Big Ben. It's endless. It's endless. Um, you know, and, and Brady just retiring, of course. Uh, most people have him as the greatest of all time. I, I got to tell you, man, I mean, Crosby, it, it gets tough because I think, I think in hockey, I think you have to separate the player and the goalie. Um, I always do that. It's kind of like baseball separating position players and separating um, goal, uh, position players and pitchers, right? Sidney Crosby, like if you said, oh, top 10 players of all time, I can't put Patrick Waugh and, 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 you know, let's say Dominic Hachik and Marty Brodeur in the same group as the players, right? Uh, non, non-goalie players, rather. Um, it's just they're two kind of different worlds inside their own sport. Um, same goes for baseball with pitchers and players, position players, um, with position players, not, not being goalies in the NHL. Um, you know, you kind of start with the big three or four, right? You kind of start with Gretzky, Lemieux, uh, excuse me, Gretzky. Yeah. Gretzky, Lemieux, Howell, Bobby Orr. Those are the first few that come into mind. I think from a pioneering standpoint and a scoring standpoint, you have to have Maurice Richard somewhere, probably in the top 10, 
uh, for my money in my lifetime, my top ten uh, wouldn't include How or and, uh, and 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 Rocket Richard because I didn't I didn't see those guys play. Gretzky and Lemieux are clearly in there. Um, you know, Ovechkin's probably in there. Crosby's in there. I would have to put I would say maybe like a Brett Hall in there. Um, probably need to throw um, you know Mark Messier in there. Um, but when you start getting into all time, all time, you know, top five, top 10 type stuff, it's, you know, Sid, Sid should be still considered in, in the top 10. I don't know if I can go much more inside that. In fact, I probably can't, um, you know, you, you got to go, uh, all over the place, uh, with, with this list. Um, and, you know, when you think of the greatest ever, um, you know, you got to consider eras, you got to consider all sorts of stuff, but many websites, many voting uh, websites for this kind of stuff, like Honest Hockey, right? They have Gretzky one. You know, Yarmer Yager's a good argument to, to be in the top 10. They've got Lemieux two. They have Bobby Orr three. And guess what? They got Sidney Crosby four. They've got him as the fourth best player in the history of the NHL. That's pretty good. They got Ovechkin at five. Um, Lidstrom at six, which again, there's another good one. How at seven, Yager at eight. Um, and then Dominic Hasek at nine and Connor McDavid already at 10. Again, though, they're combining the position players, non-goalie with the goalies, which is something that I don't do. Um, but look, no matter what list you have, there's arguments to be made, um, you know, but I, I don't think that there's any doubt that, you know, people probably have, you know, Gretzky, you know, Gretzky, Lemieux, or maybe even Gordie Howe. In, in some people's cases, they think it's definitely, you know, uh, definitely Crosby out of those guys, right? I think Nick Lidstrom deserves some consideration. Ray Bork, Ray Bork probably for my lifetime deserves some consideration for top 10 status. Um, but I, I don't think I would have him in there. But he certainly could, you know, argue it. Um, Nick Lidstrom is probably the best defenseman of my lifetime, I would say. Uh, him, Bork, you know, in that short group, um, you know, Paul Coffey uh, certainly would be in there. Um, you know, you've got a bunch of other guys, too, like, you know, the Phil Espositos. And, the, you know, I tell you what, I think top 10-wise, you probably have to put Mike Bossy in there. So, man, my list now, gee whiz, Peter Forsberg, Joe Sackick, all these guys are up there, right? Like Stan Makita, uh, Pavel Bure. I mean, my God, I would probably put, I would go Gretzky, I would go Gretzky or Lemieux Howe. Um, and then I think from there, I, I'm, I'm not going to rank them for the next six, but I would say that in some kind of order, and, I, and I'd really have to break this down, look at the numbers, look at the era, you know, obviously a lot of these guys like a Mike Boss, he played with horrendous defense and goaltending. The goaltending was so bad in the 80s. But I would probably have to, after those, that's the big four. That's like my Mount Rushmore of non-goalies. Um, and then from there, I think I would have to go with, um, I think you'd have to put Crosby and Ovechkin in the top 10, I, I, I think, uh, all time. Um, and in my lifetime, they're certainly up there. Um They'd be higher, of course, if you know, if if uh, if I made uh, my lifetime list because I again, like I said, uh, Bobby or Gordy Howe didn't live through that, so they're probably three, four uh, for me all time, right? 
probably have to put those two guys in there. I think I'd throw Mike Bossy in there. And again, I'm going to give you the all-time top 10, right? And where Crosby kind of fits in, he's as good as any of these guys from a lot of the standpoints that, you know, a lot of the points that I brought up uh, from the standpoint of leadership, from the standpoint of winning, from the standpoint of his Olympic play. We'll get to that in a minute too. Um, but Gretzky or Lemieux Howe, I'd probably put Sid next at five. And I know Ovechkin might be the all-time goal scorer, but I think the winning with the goals, 500 goals, Crosby, um, you know, the Olympic play, all of that together probably puts him up a little bit. He's won three cups too, you know, compared to Ovechkin's one. Uh, and that is, again, fair or not, that's how you're judged in sports when you're the elite of the elite, unless you're in a specialized position um, or you're in a specialized situation like a Ted Williams who only got there one time lost, boom, that was it. They couldn't beat the Yankees. They didn't have enough firepower across the board. Guess what? Mm. Too tough, right? Like Ernie Banks stuck on bad teams in Chicago can't penalize him for being a Cub, right? Um, other like Don Mattingly with the Yankees, you know, well, he's not an elite, elite guy in, in baseball history, but y- you get the point. Um, there have been many, many – look at Dan Marino. Goes to the Super Bowl his first year, can't get back. So the elite, 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 uh, which probably would remove Mattingly, but again, it, it's another example of a guy who for, you know, a three, five, six-year stretch was one of the best players in baseball, if not the best – and, um, you know, his team just around him was horrendous. Uh, I, I would say Ovechkin and Crosby um, are for sure in there at 5'6". And then the other four guys, man, that's hard for an all-time top 10. I, I think I would probably have to throw Mike Bossy and Maurice Richard in there. Um, and then maybe, like, a Bobby Hall would go in there. And then, like, a Mark Messier. You know, that would probably be my 10. Now, I think that we could be entering a territory where that top 10, and I think just outside is, you know, your Yarmer Yagers and all those kind of guys, your Phil Espositos, your Sackicks and Forsbergs, you know, those kind of guys, right? Like, I I would probably venture to say that they belong in that next, you know, 10 to 15 range. Um, You know, your, your Paul Coffey's, your Dennis Potvin's, uh, your Brian Trottiers, uh, those kind of guys, uh, your 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 um, uh, Bobby Clarks, uh, those kind of players, your Gilbert Perros, your Alex McGillneys, um, you know those those kind of guys, um, your Ron Francis's. I mean, there's Adam Oates, Cam, th- th- that whole that all those guys, right? Um, and when you look at Crosby because this is more about Crosby than anything else. I want to kind of target a few things here. Um, the resume that I just gave you is is obviously spectacular. Um, all of his success, the winning, the awards, um, you name it. I, I want to, before I get to the Olympic part and a few other things with him, um, I got to, um, I want to mention some other, you know, Marks, Pittsburgh Penguins, most games played, most playoff points, most playoff assists, most playoff games, most points in the Stanley Cup Finals, most playoff multi-point games, assists the 63 and points 102 in a season by a rookie, best all-time, most regular season OT goals. That Those are all Penguin records, okay? It's kind of like a Jeter-type resume with the Yankees, right? Because Jeter has the most hits, the most doubles, da-da-da, most games played. And we know some of the guys who have worn the pinstripes, right? I mean, <laughs> DiMaggio, Mantle, Ruth, Gehrig, you know, okay? 
Sidney Crosby, man. I mean, Pittsburgh, he, he, he helped make Pittsburgh a hockey town again. Uh, is it ever going to be above the Steelers? No. But, man, when they're successful and when they're really, really good, um, that team, that city goes as wild for them as anything. Okay, the Pittsburgh Pirates are irrelevant. The Steelers are obviously the king. The NFL is the king, and all the rest. But when you think about Crosby winning three Stanley Cups, and Lemieux and Yager and Ron Francis and that gang, Tom Barrasso, right, Larry Murphy, those guys won two cups in the early '90s back to back. You know, you got Lemieux, Francis, Yager, and, and a host of other guys, and and they don't have those records. Crosby does, right? Um, NHL records. I mean, it's just it's insane. I mean. Sixth player in NHL history to win multiple Conn Smythe trophies. Youngest NHL captain to win a Stanley Cup at 21 years, 10 months, and 5 days. Um, youngest player to lead the NHL playoffs in scoring. Youngest Art Ross Trophy winner and Lester B. Pearson Award winner. Um, first rookie to record 100 points and 100 penalty minutes in a season. Um, youngest player to record 100 points in a season. Youngest player to record 200 career points. Youngest player to record two consecutive 100-point seasons. Youngest player voted to the starting lineup in an All-Star game. I mean, it, it goes, it, it's endless, endless. Fewest games played by an NHL team's leading scorer. 66 points in 41 games were the most of any player on the 2010-11 Penguin squad. I mean, it, it goes, it's endless. The amount of, of, of accolades and all the awards and everything else, it's just absolutely mind-boggling. It really is. Um... You know, and when you look at NHL awards, he's made the all-star team one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times. He's won two MVPs, two Art Ross trophies for the most points. Ted Lindsay Award, three of them. Leadership Award, Mark Messier, uh, it's named after him, two of those. He's got four first all-star team selections, three cups I mentioned. Maurice Richard trophy for most goals, two years, 2010 and 17. Um, Consumite Trophy's got two of those. I mentioned that. Most valuable player in an All-Star game. And he's a super skills competition accuracy winner, right? I mean, even in the All-Star game, this guy puts forth ridiculous um, numbers. And when you look at his career uh, with the Penguins, he's put together one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, 100-point seasons. He's on his way to that in 2021, uh, 2022. Uh, certainly. And he's, uh, you know, a guy who is really going to um, go down as, as one of the elite great players, you know, of all time. Um, and I'll tell you what, when you look at the Olympic play, uh, the guy has just been absolutely unbelievable. Um, on the biggest of stages, we know, you know, that one of the, just the crazy gold medal championship 2010 uh, when Canada beat the U.S. That was just an unbelievable uh, tournament. Uh, Crosby has won gold twice, 2010 and 14. Uh, World Championship gold medal. He's got a World Cup of Hockey gold. He's got a World Cup of Hockey leading scorer award. Uh, he's got the title of World Cup of Hockey most valuable player. He's a World Championship all-star. He's the best forward, leading scorer, and a gold medal winner in the World Junior as well. Um, so th those are all <laughs> there. He's an IIHF all decade team guy. Um, so the, the awards are just unbelievable. It, it, what it comes down to with Crosby is like Jeter, like Messier, like many other athletes in the history of sports, it's the clutchness. It's on the biggest stage. 
it's funny because when I, I try to tell people, you know, Derek Jeter's lifetime average is blank and his playoff average, uh, batting average is blank. And they're like, well, yeah, but uh, it's worse. In the, and I'm like, guys, do you, do you realize that Derek Jeter basically has the same numbers in the playoffs when it's supposed to be really, really hard? It's supposed to be way, way harder, way, way harder. You know, I mean, it, it's supposed to be like, look, better teams, better pitching, more rounds than, than ever before, right? Derek Jeter's a lifetime 308 hitter in the postseason. He's a lifetime 310 hitter in the regular season. That's only a .2 difference, which means he's basically doing the same exact thing in the postseason as he is in the regular season, which is just absurd. Absolutely absurd. Sidney Crosby, same thing. I mean, you put him on the biggest stages, you put him in the playoffs, you put him in the Olympics, you put him, you know, the outdoor classic, the first one that was ever held in Buffalo, right? He scores, he scores, uh, uh, you know, against Ryan Miller on that breakaway and, uh, you know, wins the game, you know? It's just, it is unbelievable what he has done. And I know a lot of people um, get, get on him because, you know, he's got, a little bit of a, I guess, kind of a, an attitude and, and kind of a, you know, sassy nature trying to get calls and complaining to refs. And some people have seen, you know, him, him being, um, you know, some people think he's kind of a crybaby and this and that and the other thing, but he's, he's a little bit like Brady in that regard. He's a little bit like some other athletes who, you know, constantly what LeBron is like this. LeBron might be the worst. I mean, you know, complaining at the refs and, and whining and all the rest, but um, I think that comes with the territory. I think it comes with just being a great player. And I think a lot of times when you're in the elite of the elite, which Crosby is, he's a top 10 player, as I mentioned, all time in my lifetime and I think in the history of the game, um, I think it'll be hard for him to surpass the the big four. But I would put him at least level with how in, in probably how in Lemieux. Uh, Bobby Orr is kind of a different deal because he changed the game in so many regards at the defensive position, and Wayne Gretzky is the greatest of all time. Um, but I think when you're an elite, elite, elite player, you also part of your job is to mention to the refs if they're sometimes they you know these guys whine for just to whine, but in some cases, right, they seriously have a gripe, and maybe there was a miscall. call. And it's the job of great head coaches. It's a great. It's the job of elite players to at least point out to the referee for next time. And how many times have we seen in Penguins games? It happens all the time. Crosby is pissing and moaning at a ref in the first period, points something out that didn't get called, and then in the third period, the Penguins get a power play because the ref was told something by Crosby. Hey, maybe pay attention to uh, this or that or the other thing. So. Um, look, from from the beginning of this guy's career in the NHL, he has been nothing but uh, incredible. Uh, the 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 cups, the awards, five hundred goals, uh, you name it, the assists, the points, uh, his leadership, uh, how he carries himself on and off the ice. Um, you know, the Penguins were in a spot. Obviously, Mario Lemieux saved them. You know, by buying him. You know, with the ownership group. Uh, but, but Sidney Crosby, you, you have to have players, too. I mean, you can save a franchise, but if you don't have players 
you're not winning, uh, you might move that team anyway. Um, well, they didn't move, and they ain't going anywhere now anytime soon. They got a brand new arena, right? They were at Mellon Arena. Uh, Crosby continued some of the traditions from there. They build the new arena, and, and voila, here we go. They are a staple trademark franchise in the NHL, right? It's hard to win one, two, three, four cups historically. They've got five. And I think when all is said and done, you're going to look back at this guy. And again, I'm going to miss the hell out of this guy when he's done. But you're going to look back at him, and, and I think you can do it now, but really when he's done, um, we'll, we'll be looking back and going, holy cow. Right? This guy was something. And I think that, you know, with, with Crosby, um, you know, I just mentioned a lot of the things, and in closing, I mean, again, awards, points, leadership, ambassador, on and off the ice, blah, blah, blah. And then you look at the international of the Olympics, and you look at the Winter Classic type thing. I mean, he set, you think about that shootout goal against the Sabres, he set a tone for the Winter Classic by, by scoring that goal. You know, he set a tone. And he was only in the league for a few years at that point. But you could already, already see, holy crap. And I got to tell you, I had Paul Bissonette on, uh, Paul Bisnasty from Spitting Chicklets in the NHL on TNT on the show not too long ago. And I said, hey, you know, if you had to put your stock into a team to win the cup, he picked the Penguins. And they might, I mean, this might be a last dance situation, uh, you know, especially if they can, maybe there's been some rumors swirling as I record this, that maybe they'd try to go out and get a goaltender. Maybe their old friend, Marc-Andre Fleury, who's kind of having a tough time in Chicago. And plus the Blackhawks are just a horrendous franchise right now with the, um, with, with the Wirtz situation, Rocky Wirtz, what a clown uh, in that press conference and the audio and all the rest. But, you know, you've got you've got a young Getzel. You've got uh, Malkin and Crosby maybe towards the end of their Penguin careers. Uh, you've, you've got, um, you know, the Latang situation. You, so this might be the last run for this group, and wouldn't it be unbelievable if, and I don't know if Crosby will, will move on, um, you know, never say never, right? Tom Brady ended up playing for the Bucks. Michael Jordan played for the Wizards. Like, you know, we've seen it before. Um, it would be weird with him in another uniform besides the Penguins. Uh, but if he were to finish his career in Pittsburgh with a cup, uh, that would be unbelievable. And move on. Maybe he could become a second-line player, you know, in his, in his late 30s. Um, I have no doubt that the way these guys keep themselves in shape these days, that, uh, that Sidney Crosby will be able to, uh, you know, play uh, well into his upper 30s, without a doubt. Before I put a quick wrap on this podcast, how about a word from our friends from Nord, NordVPN and Believe. Hey, grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. And uh, I also want to tell you folks about our terrific friends from Masterworks. You may not know this, but the greatest quarterback of all time is not just a goat on the field. He's a goat when it comes to investing as well. Stocks, crypto, and even art. And now you can invest like the goat with Masterworks. That's right. The investing platform is Masterworks, and it lets you buy shares representing an investment in art from icons like Picasso, Monet, and many others. Art prices actually outpace the S&P 500 by 164% from 1992 to 2021. And in fact, early investors already received over 30% IRR in 2020 and 2021 from the sale of just two paintings. Hey, this is your opportunity to join 300,000 other members 
and invest like the GOAT. Plus, you can get priority access with our game day promo. Just go to masterworks.art slash believe. That's masterworks.art slash B-L-E-A-V. That's masterworks.art slash B-L-E-A-V. And you can see important disclosures at masterworks.io slash disclaimer. I'll tell you what. I'm not sure there's been a better leader. There's been equal leaders, right? Like Gretzky, Lemieux, Messier, Iserman, many others. And you know what? Now that I think about it, that top 10 list that I gave historically, you know, I left out Brett Hall. Maybe Brett Hall was better in his dad career. Maybe Brett Hall should be in the top 10 all time. I don't know. Um, you know, certainly Brett Hall, I think would be in my top 10 for my lifetime, but you know, from a leadership standpoint, man, like Iserman, Messier, Lemieux, you know, it doesn't get any better. Gretzky, it doesn't get any better than that in the history of the game. Maurice Richard, Gordie Howe, uh, you know, you think of Dennis Potvin, you think of all the big-time players, leaders, captains, Brian Leach, um, you know, you think of those kind of guys. Sidney Crosby is as great of a leader as anybody to ever lace up skates in this league. And I think that with his leadership and his ambassadorship, with the success he's had, the cups, the awards, the goals, assists, and points, the big stage, international, two Olympic gold medals, uh, the game-winning goals all across the board. He's always around that. He's always clutch, clutch in the postseason, the Conn Smythe Award winner uh, trophies. Um, you know, you, you look at all that stuff, setting the tone of the Winter Classic. You look at all that stuff, and you go back to him being nicknamed uh, the next one, which basically was, hey, you're the next Gretzky. That's what everybody expected out of him. At 18 years old, kid from Canada, Nova Scotia, that's a lot of pressure. And you know what's amazing? He may not be the equal one or the great one or I don't he's not the next one anymore because he's already achieved so much, so you can't say next. But I'm here to tell you that he has exceeded expectations, and that's where I wanted to end the podcast. He's a lot like LeBron James and many others who are heralded from the ripe early age of 17, 18 years old. Hell, LeBron James in high school had Jay-Z turned away at his games because nobody could get in. St. Vincent, St. Mary's. LeBron James went to the NBA, skipped the pros, uh, skipped the college, excuse me, right to the pros, and has become one of the greatest players of all time. Um, probably the all-time starting five small forward. I argue him, Larry Bird, whatever. I had Larry Bird on there forever. Then I took LeBron, but now I'm thinking of going back to Bird, actually, after reading Dan Shaughnessy's book, um, Wish It Lasted Forever on the 80s Celtics. But LeBron, just an amazing player, and he not only uh, equaled the hype, he exceeded the hype. And I think with Sid the Kid you know, being dubbed the next one and all the rest, I think Crosby, I think he exceeded the hype as well. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. This is, in fact, the ML Sports Platter brought to you by our great friends at Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, Stanley Law Offices, your State Farm agent, Matt Graham, and Ken's Auto Detailing. You got to get over to Ken's if you're in and around Central New York, right there in Cicero. They've got the A to Z inside outside details that will make your car sparkling new driving it off the lot. I love Ken's Auto Detailing. I get my car detailed there all the time. Hey, you might have pets and other things going on, spilled drinks from, you know, gadding around and rushing during your work hours. They're all gone with Ken's Auto Detailing. And make sure you ask about their chrome outside coating, which protects your vehicle, whether it's a truck, car, van, whatever, from the winter weather. Ken's Auto Detailing, a proud 
Detail Shop sponsorship of the ML Sports Platter. Also a tip of the cap, thank you to the Swan and Whitaker families, as well as Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay and Bowers and Company, CPAs, PLLC, Certified Public Accountants in downtown Syracuse. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.